Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, Wells is here. Still. Still. He didn't go back to the Untapped Festival after all. He didn't. Thought for sure he would. Right, totally. So, uh, really quickly, Wells, you just saw something about the Untapped Festival. Well, what, what a happened? week ago he saw something, right as we were getting done recording the last episode. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Wow, way, way to be... Don't, don't break hayfe. Yeah, don't. Come on. I'm not, man. I'm trying to keep it real. Time he wimey wibbly wobbly. I'm keeping it 200. So what? What? What have, what have they come out and said? Uh, basically, anybody that was denied entry uh, during the rain when they couldn't figure out if they were going to like let people go or or what. If you were denied entry to the event and didn't use your ticket, which I think ended up being about a thousand people, um, okay. They'll get a full refund, and anyone that did attend is eligible to receive a logoed untapped hot glass. So what you're telling me is that they're doing what they should do to people they didn't let come in. Yep. And then everybody that did come in, no matter how inconvenienced or upset you were, you get something that probably cost them a A net of about a dollar. Yep. I mean, it's going to cost them more to ship those than it is anything yeah, else. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to cost them way more to ship them than it is to actually get them. But they'll write all of that off, too. So, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, hey, all right. So they're, I'll say doing, they're doing something. Okay, uh, it's more than I figured. For the people that couldn't get in, that's a solid. Mm. Like, giving them a full refund. For sure. Kudos on you. The pint glass for everybody else is kind of a... Yeah. You tried. I'm just going to stare yeah. you right in the face as I give you the middle finger going. That's right. Enjoy it. Wait, can't wait to see you next year. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, again, I guess at least they're at least they're doing something. Yeah, whatever. I want to be happy. I want to be proud. I'm, I'm just, it, it, you know, I'm not. So let me ask you dudes. Yeah. Do you, ever go, do you ever go to a quote unquote convenience store? 7-Eleven, Stop and Shop. Stab and grab, whatever you want to call them. I mean, when I need gas <laughs> to buy beer. No, oh, no. no. Wait, do we sell? Do they I'm sell beer at those here in North Carolina? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, they do. Convenience stores, really? I, dude, I go in and I get, you know, like a Snickers, pay for my gas if I haven't already paid at the pump. I was about to say you pay for your gas inside, weirdo. Only if I, I'm buying a bunch of other stuff, you know. <clears throat> All right, fair enough. What is this? I don't know. The the one time I bought a, a Powerball ticket. And then, uh, oh, you mean when it was like worth billions of dollars? I, uh, I'm still here. And uh, <laughs> maybe you're doing this because you love it. Yes, because if I'd won the Powerball, we would still be doing this out of Josh's house. Yeah, <laughs> we would be. That's right. Yeah, I think I'd be Ubering you guys down every time. <laughs> like, you know what? I got it. Just I got it. Um, and ice. I do hit a convenience store for ice. Okay. All right. But you don't go there for beer. Well, I, I mean... Typically speaking, like, that's not the your... Only, the only time I ever really go into one of these stores that isn't local, right, is mm-hmm. usually when we're traveling and I'm just like, I need to stretch my legs anyway. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what kind of beer they have here. And I'm like, oh, it's the same shit we got everywhere else. So you don't want a roadie? It's, yeah. It's a giant can of Budweiser. Yeah. Oh, hey, they've got Blue Moon. Oh, hey, this is all macro stuff. I don't want to get this. Well, apparently, Seven Eleven has decided to launch... Their own beer delivery sure. service sure. in 18 cities, including Charlotte. Okay. So that's kind of why I threw this out here, because they claim, and I'll scroll in a second, that they will be able to get both, yeah, it's not touchscreen, <laughs> crafty and micro stuff, so, and craft stuff. Okay. Um, 
You know, this sounds like a lot of other... Oh, Kona. Well, hey, that's... Dos Equis, Modelo, Corona, Coors Light, Bud Light, Heineken, Dogfish, Angry Orchard, Stella. Oh, there we go. Dogfish, New Belgium, Brook... What the fuck is Brooklyn Defender? Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Beer Brooklyn. Defender? Yeah. Brooklyn Defender. Blue Moon, New Belgium, Voodoo Ranger. I mean, like, they're, they're Oxford commas. <laughs> Not even. Yeah. Um... This sounds like a decent idea, and yet I don't see this lasting. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be interested in this. I mean, honestly, like, if I'm going to use a beer delivery service in this town, which there isn't any anymore except for one, Postmates is the but only one that's still left. you barely used the ones that were here while they were here. And you're right. I didn't. Let me, let me rephrase. You barely paid for the ones... like. You've gotten the beer delivery a couple of times, and I, I'm like a half a dozen or more, yeah. most of which you either had comped or you didn't put your own money into. Yeah. So my point being, you're not paying somebody to bring you beer. Typically not, no. And right. I'm not going to either because I'm too much of a control freak. Yeah. And you also live way outside the service area. I don't know. Yeah. We got a 7-Eleven. It's pretty close. Oh, do you? Yeah. So, but, but I think that's kind of my further point, what Jeff just said. I'm a little bit of a control freak. I'm a date checker, and I can guarantee you that if I get a beer from 7-Eleven, they're just grabbing whatever is right in front of them. And oh, for sure. Well, as long as they're doing you know adequate stock rotating and first-in, first-out procedure, but, then they should be fine pulling right. the first one off. One would hope. One would hope. Yeah. One would. One might be wrong, though. And, and you know, honestly, the type of person that like checks the dates on 30 different milks just to get the right one. He's a milkmaid. Like, where, where do you like? He's a milkmaid. No, 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 no. We, we don't drink milk in this house. It's almond milk. Almond milk doesn't really have that same thing. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. 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 We don't drink milk. So oat milk, though, is weird. Oh, God, that shit's so nasty. It's how do you milk an oat? <laughs> I've got tits. Do you want to milk me? <laughs> I mean, I just don't have the manual dexterity to like find the nipples on something that's yeah. Welcome to getting old and lactose intolerance happens to one person in the house, and so everybody's effect and just <laughs> you just get no. Cho- I will say though, almond milk with some Cap'n Crunch, mwah. Uh, it's I like really it. I like with rice checks. Big yeah. fan of what the rice checks. Ooh, yeah, that sounds really good too. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, almond milk's actually not bad. It's not bad, and it's easy to make. Like just soak nuts. <laughs> yep. 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 And title. Title. Awesome. It didn't take long. Yeah, it didn't. It was pretty easy. That's what uh, she said. I don't know. I guess I, I look at the service and go, obviously, this is not for us in any way, shape, or form. I don't know who this is for. It's for somebody. You know, and again, I feel like if you're the type, I'm not trying to pass judgment. It's going to sound really, really judgy. I'm not trying to be judgy. But if you're the type of person that's going to get delivery from 7 Eleven, you're probably not listening. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Probably right. They're, you're either a control freak like us, and you're going to go and want to look at the beer yourself. Yep. Or you're not going to be satisfied because they've got 60-minute IPA is their best, more yeah. or less option. Yeah. I've never been in a situation where I've needed to have, like, beer from 7-Eleven brought to me. The only thing I can say, like, maybe you're having a party. And but, but I like to plan a party. And I'm not about oh, to I get caught. You, oh, I'm sorry. Without th- you know, I'm sorry. I thought you were working for Untapped. My bad. I'm sorry. I forgot. You plan things. Hell, like, man, he just won't stop. This yeah, keeps well. bagging on those poor guys. 
You're dumping a lot of beer, too. I'm worried. Oh, uh, no, no, no. That was uh, water. I rinsed. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I did dump. Okay. It was a chuck beer. Yeah. All right. I can't wait to not use the 7-Eleven beer delivery service. Yeah. This will affect my life not at all in any way, shape, or form. Yep. Ever. All right. So I did a bad thing. Before we get into the next news story, I forgot to mention uh, beer glasses, tasting glasses. Because I know most people probably don't listen at the very end of the show anyways. Uh, I don't. If you are interested in getting a custom craft beer cast tasting glass, which will probably have our logo on it, I don't know. Yeah. Things are still in the works for that, but if you are interested, hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast or email contact at craftbeercast.com. Just let me know if you're interested. I need to know kind of a basic head count. I mean, and I feel like Chuck and, and Scott from Greenville are probably in. Yeah. You know, and we got a handful of other people that either support us via Patreon or, uh, you know, send us beer. Um, you know, those folks probably be interested, but that's not 50. Yeah, no, it's not 50, so. And I, and I know what probably a lot of you are thinking because it's the same thing that I was thinking, the same question I asked Josh right now. It's hard to be interested in the glass when I don't know what it's going to cost me. Yeah, and or I don't know Or what yet. it looks like. Yeah. Even though it's going to have our logo on it. But, but bear with us. Yeah. yeah, bear with us. If you're interested, just let me know. Just trying to get feelers out there. Yeah. No, no commitment here. Just uh, trying to see if there's enough interest to even take it to the next step. Exactly. Speaking of taking things to the next step. Yeah, yes. this one went like kind of out of nowhere. This escalated quickly as hell. It really did. So y'all remember that brood IPA thing, right? That's still a thing, right? Yeah. I'm trying is to, that still a thing? Uh, it's about to die. <coughs> yeah, it's about to die. And, how, and How do you know it's about to die? Well, here's the, here's the death knell for it. Oh, okay. Terrapin is making a brood IPA in collaboration with the Shampipple of beer. So they're taking the Wait. malt bill from Miller Lite. Oh, no, Miller High Life. Sorry. Yeah, the High Life, dude. And Come then, on. So they're taking the malt bill for High Life and terrapinizing it. And then making a brood IPA. And then IPA making a brood it. IPA. Um, Woo, doggy. Hey, look. So I had the off-color collab that uh, collab they did yeah, we with had that Miller on the show. High Life. That was good. Yeah. So yeah, honestly, bad. put me down for one of these bottles. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm already probably not going to like it because, you know, brood IPA. But... What does a brewed IPA and, you know, out of Miller highlight, like, just sign me up. But, I mean, Cascade, Amarillo, Citra, Mosaic. I mean, these are all things that sound good. This 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 has every possibility of being decent. But it also could be a major train wreck. Availability, Georgia and Wisconsin. So, where yeah. Terrapin is made and where Miller is made. Yeah, I was about to say. So, we either have Chuck or nobody to have the chance to get us this beer. Hey, Chuck, uh, sorry for all the bad things that they have been saying about you. (laughs) (laughs) ISO. Well, you know, true story. Chuck had no idea what Wells looked like until you posted those pictures. And I, I thought, you know, like, like those turned out nice. And I'm like, you don't want to use these. You know, Tara was taking pictures while we were recording. And I'm like, you know, I'll put that. And they're probably all like, well, wait, which one's? Yeah, I kind of like that you didn't put names on there. I appreciate yeah. that, actually. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, like, I've met guy? Chuck, you've met Chuck. Right, so he knew who we were. But but how does he know which one was Wells well, versus he, which one was Chris? He, he slid into my DMs and asked me. Well, that is Chuck Whoa. for you. Yeah. You can tell he's been drinking. He starts sliding all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, so he's like, I think I know which one's Wells. Who's number four? And I was like, number four is this. And he's like, okay, that's Wells then. I would have thought number four was Wells. And I was like, nope. <laughs> it was a whole thing. But yeah, so uh, Chuck, if you happen to come across this hopping bubbly from Terrapin, even though we've shit all over Terrapin for years. And you. <laughs> and you. I mean, like, to be honest. Like, 
<laughs> Chuck has Stockholm syndrome to end all Stockholm syndrome. I mean, like he's the he's the yeah. poster child at this point. I think. But. I think so. So craft beer cellar, which is kind of a beer store. Have we you? Ta- we Wells, ta- you kind of have not kind of, but there's one up in Hickory, right, or near Hickory, if I remember right. I don't know if that's part of it. Okay. I, 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 I mean, if it's called Craft Beer Cellar, it is. It's part of their franchise thing. I know that there's some upstate-ish in North if Carolina. Only there was a way on this computer of yours that you could go and look to see what kind of locations they have. They don't have many. And they're really not about to have many. Because things have gotten off the rails with this company. We've talked yeah, about a few I, of their stories. They, they were having some problems a while back because they were getting a lot of bad publicity from... They're franchisees. Yes. Because, you know, it, the way this article reads kind of backs up what we were talking about back then. You know, it feels like craft beer sellers sold everybody on this idea that you're going to make money and craft beer is huge and it's not going anywhere and you're going to, you know, sellers and it's going to be fantastic and this is 2014 and oh, wait. Oh, wait. So uh, this is a very, very lengthy article. Like, I'm. We're obviously not going to go through every single point in this. Uh, of course, it's like everything. It'll be posted in the show notes. But long story short, it's all kind of what really jump started. This was a bunch of franchisees left bad reviews on Glassdoor. Glassdoor is a place you can go to see where like employees typically talk yes. trash about the company they work for. Very rarely do you have somebody say, oh, no, this was great because nobody ever posts positive reviews online. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, so because of that, or when that happened, the owners of the craft, the original craft beer seller tried to legal fund a lawsuit against the people that had led. Did they go fund themselves? Yeah. Uh-huh. Led native reviews. Didn't make much money. I think they made like two grand out of, out of that. Didn't make a whole lot of money. And now it just is escalating even further. Uh, a bunch of owners are shutting down because they cannot afford to stay afloat and fingers get pointed. Things get said because the couple that own the craft beer seller are not a quote unquote traditional couple and they feel like they're getting personally attacked and it just becomes this whole shit show of a mess of a thing that should have never been. You mean they saw craft beer as strictly a vehicle to make money without doing it for any of the right reasons and said yes to a whole bunch of people they shouldn't have and everything kind of blew up in their face. Uh-huh. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they sued 20 franchises because of the glass door reviews. 20 locations got so, sued. It's um, the Barbara Streisand effect. I wouldn't have known if the if Glassdoor was like a hub for people talking shit about craft beer seller at all. But thanks to craft beer seller saying something about it, now I know. And we're all gonna Thanks go. a lot. I don't know. It kind of feels like Trump. I don't like the fact that people say bad things about me online. Well, that's the internet. It's how it works. <laughs> and you know, meanwhile they've been going out and trashing people online. Yep. And but but that's okay. We'll put it on our blog and, and trash all our franchisees. But when they start saying bad things about us, like that's not okay, and it's because we're not a traditional couple. Like, yeah, I, that's it's such a that's such a weird. It was a very weird card to play, if you ask me. I mean, you know, it's kind of like what was that uh, that brewery that they put in in that really small North Carolina town? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, it it didn't go well, and that you know they started 
saying the same things. And, and maybe well, there's something. Well, to be fair, they were having things spray painted on their. No, no. You're I, look. I, I'm not like, saying. Eh. I'm not saying it wasn't legitimate in that case. But I mean, you know, like I just like I hate for that to be the thing that they're taken away from it. You know, that it has something to do with them as a person. Although this just has something to do with the fact that they're just apparently jerks. Yeah, it kind of seems like it. <clears throat> You know, we've we've had a bunch of stories about them, and then there's some that I've skipped over because, frankly, it was like they're okay. Now, I've never had to sign a, a non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. that I remember. It's been a while. I guess everybody in campaigns just assume that if you, you have, you wouldn't tell us about it, though, right? Well, but <sighs> that's true. But but like a non but like a non-disparagement agreement. Are yeah. you seriously? That's that's a thing. I, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know that much about franchise law that, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You can't still like, so, you know, working for a big company, they have a social media policy. And as an employee, I have to basically agree that I will be careful about what I say online, especially when the company's name gets thrown around. And it's honestly just easier to avoid it altogether. Fair. That's where I've been for years. Just pretend I, like it never I, happened. I thought I poured you that. I'm good. Okay, cool. I got you, bro. I just so like I said, we will link the article if you want to read it, and it kind of really shows the demise of a lot of these franchises, and it's simply because of this weird infighting that the owners of craft beer sellers seem to be having with some of their franchisees, and it just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. You know, I, I don't... Um, I, I think anybody that tried to get into this type of... And this system, I don't care who you are, if you don't handle your franchisees well, like especially with how the market turned, you're mm-hmm. gonna have a hard time. Yeah. It's just a bad deal. Yeah. And you know, these locations keep so number one, uh in this article it mentions that there's a few of these franchisees that just rebranded, that got out of their contracts with Craft yeah. Your Seller, seem to be doing a little better. I don't know. I'd take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I don't I don't know about But here's the other thing too, except for the fact that they, you know, like I said, they've got a couple of locations kind of in the upper part of North Carolina. They seem to be very centrally located in like the Boston area. Seems to be where a majority sure. of these franchise franchises are. And don't get me wrong, I mean Boston's a big city, but I don't know that they need to have five craft beer sellers in this the Boston metro area. You know, well, I mean, you say that, but, you know, depending on what their competition is, there may not be many good craft beer stores in Boston. And that's true. Boston is the home of Sam. At- I mean, wait, that's where Boston. Lo- wait, hold wait, on. Wait. Um, so what had happened was <laughs> they really get excited about Boston Lager up there. I guess. Well, remember who else is there. Trillium. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people still. But nobody's going to. You're not typically. People still go crazy over that. Yeah, but you're going to the tap room to buy Trillium. Right. You're not going to buy that anywhere else. As far as I know, I I could be completely. Yeah, that that may be different now, but. I don't know. Maybe maybe there was a need at that time, and there just isn't as much anymore. I mean, it's possible, but just some of the weird missteps they've taken. That's that's what. Just blows my mind. I, you know, I mean, it was, <clears throat> I think, 2012 or 2013 when when Ryan even said, like, if you're getting into the beer business now to make money, you're in too late. And I kind of feel like, you know, maybe that's what happened here. They, they got in hoping to make, you know, to ride that wave and make a ton of money, and it just didn't really work out. 
And, and sometimes it's just, you know, right place, but wrong time or wrong place at the right time or whatever the case may be. It just didn't quite work out for him. And I mean, you hate to see a good bottle shop go under, but you know, if the, if the, the leadership is poor, it's not going to survive. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And sorry, I was just reading about a lien. Apparently, the IRS had played, placed on them. Didn't even see that part. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah, that's that's no forty six thousand dollars in back taxes. So, yeah, you get your franchisee money. You go out and buy a bunch of stuff, and they don't pay your taxes. Or yeah. maybe these just aren't good business people. And and you know we've I mean, we've seen breweries go under that it's it's solely because. They just weren't good business people. Well, I was about to say, we've seen breweries do it, and it can happen at bottle shops, too. Cause of course it can. Oh, what? I thought there was like some sort of unwritten rule where breweries and bottle shops couldn't have the same struggles. Yeah, right? Three-tier system? Yeah. Oh, never mind. They yeah. haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, so, hooray, more of a mess for craft beer sellers. Maybe they'll pull out of this. And I mean, granted, they're franchisees, so even if the main thing goes away. It still exists, but yeah, I don't wish any ill on any of these people. No, I don't either. This sounds like a mess. Yeah. An absolute mess. Preventable mess. Probably in a yeah. lot of cases, but yeah, I think so. Don't get, you know, kids lesson to learn here is uh, don't jump into this kind of stuff unless you know what you're doing. Exactly. Ready for break. Yep. We will be back in 30. over here barfing yeah man we had a really interesting off mic conversation it wasn't that interesting. at least it wasn't the beers that we were drinking that's That's right right. hey speaking of which let's talk about buy no buy yes because we're back uh we're gonna talk about the beers that we have been drinking through this show and whether we would buy them or not buy them starting off with the first beer for tonight uh from our good friends the divine barrel here in charlotte we're actually going to visit them here in a couple weeks maybe a month Hmm, good times. Has that been confirmed yet? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I, I need to I need to follow back. Like we've got a day and then we got a makeup day because unlike right. I untapped, saw that. Yeah, yeah. I plan ahead. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh but I'll, I'll uh yeah, I'll probably reach out okay. in a week or two and right, cool. check. But um every now and then uh Divine Barrel cans some of their beer and holy moly, they canned their West Coast IPA. Well, one of their West Coast IPAs. Uh this is the forty dollar bill. Which is uh, Simcoe, Citra, and Amarillo, 7%. I mean, I, yes, I'm buying this. Of course I'm buying this. I of course. would buy lots of this. I, it doesn't even matter what West Coast they've got on tap at the time. When I walk in, I always walk out with at least one crowler. It's just kind of table stakes for me when I'm at the brewery. So big buy for me. Uh, this is delicious anyways. Um, clear IPA is where I'm at these days, and I just really, really, really like this. Wells? You know, I mean, there is some truth to that, or a lot of truth to that. I walk into Divine Barrel, and it's, oh, what West Coast do you have on tap? I'll have one of those. I'm, I'm yeah. the same way. They're they're doing a good job and have yet to let me down. Mm-hmm. This is 
a buy like any other one that I've had. Josh. So I actually found this one in Common Market. Sure. And of course, like I had to wait. It's a West Coast IPA and it's from Divine Barrel. Like, how could I not want to buy this thing? Like, right. Absolutely. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, fantastic. I mean, it's, and it's like two weeks old. Yeah. Which say, doesn't it, hurt. It, it can't be that old. Um, but yeah, another one of those. Like, you saw the four pack of it and I was like, duh. Well, that's a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a West Coast IPA and it's Divine Barrel. I know I'm going to like it. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, kind of Wells, I, I don't even know why I bother asking which one they have. Because I'm going to buy it anyway. Well, because I right. want to know what it's called. <laughs> so when I order it again, I don't sound like an asshole. Like, can I know that beer you just gave me? Uh, thanks. There are 50 people in here. I don't know which one you are. All right. Next beer up. Chuck beer alert. Um, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Now, um, so, so alert. Chuck, yeah, Chuck's usually pretty good about uh, whenever he finds any of the uh, Monday night draft, he killed, he sends them. And so I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. Um, this is the cinnamon cocoa coffee version of the drafty kilt. Now, we've had the cinnamon cocoa before. I was not a fan. Um, and I almost scratched this one from the list today because I was like, I'm pretty sure we had this. But then I looked and I'm like, oh, we didn't have the coffee version of it. Um, now, granted, uh, this is one, two, three, four, a couple months old. But it's a scotch ale. Uh, the coffee's okay, uh, but the cinnamon and cocoa, just like I, like it doesn't, something about that doesn't click for me uh, with the scotch ale. So I'm, I'm a no buy on this. I do love regular drafted kilt. The barrel aged drafted kilt is fantastic. Just cinnamon and cocoa, just not my jam at all. Wells? Why do they have to take such a perfectly fine scotch ale and screw it up with just adjuncts? It's just unnecessary. The, I didn't hate this beer, but. I'm not going to reward bad behavior. No, Josh. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Like having a fresh sample of it. I don't hate this beer in any way, shape or form, but I'm not going to. It just shouldn't Mm -hmm. exist. Yeah. There's no need for this. Yeah. A barrel aged drafty killed is, is, is a very good beer. Yeah. A regular drafty killed actually is a very good beer. Yeah. There's no need for this, but he's already sent those. So, you know, it is, it it was something new. And again, like, you know, we beat Chuck up a lot, but he yeah. does continue to send us beer. And a lot yeah. of times it's like, here's something you can't get. And that's and, what we appreciate. And, and yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was say, we do appreciate it as much as we do make fun of Chuck. Yeah, I mean, if you're As not much gonna, as we make fun of Chuck, you are rinsing the tops of these cans, aren't you? More or less. Because <laughs> uh, now I'm paranoid. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> right? Anthrax, it's okay. Yeah, no big deal. He doesn't work You'll just bleed out of your eyes. Uh, but yeah, you know, so like for those of you that don't necessarily go to Patreon and support us there, you know, we got people like Chuck, um, patreon.com slash craft beer cast. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, we, we have, we have folks like Chuck and Clothes Brewer and a couple others who will send us beer, you know, Jason, Scott, you know, and the other Scott, you know, thank you guys for doing that because we have an opportunity to talk about beer that we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's I, not good. I remember good. the first time we got a drafty kilt and I was like giddy that we were finally getting to try one of those cuz yeah. I heard so much about it. And, and really, you know, like we've had a couple Monday nights that haven't been like our favorites. Right. But by and large, you know, the the stuff from Monday nights been really good. And we've been real happy with that. And, and, and really, like, we give Chuck a hard time because it's kind of one of those, like, it doesn't matter what you do right. The second you screw up, we're all over you. Yep. You know, um, but, uh, yeah. So thanks, but no thanks. Josh, you're, yeah, uh, you're yeah, no buy. Yeah. I was with Wells. It's just buy. Yeah. Buy. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, I can't tell the date on this. Um, 
Resident Culture put out an Imperial Stout. Man, it's probably been two months now. I can look it up. Keep it talking. Was, um, Keep talking. It was that. It was whatever the day was. Like I, I think we got these the day that uh, I can tell you the date if you can just talk about the beer. I'll talk about the beer. So uh, this is Resident Culture's collab with Perennial Artisan Ales out of uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Um, this is Tired and Toothless, a twelve percent Imperial Stout that was put out when Wells March twenty fourth. All right. I can't tell what date it is today. Uh, so month and a half. Yeah, about a month. And give, a half. give or take. Um, there you go. Now so, your date's back. so this is Imperial Stout with sea salt, conditioned on cacao nibs, almonds, and vanilla. And man, I really, really like this beer. It's nice and thick and chewy, and the salt in there is kind of nice, and it's got that chocolatey flavor, a little bit of almond. The vanilla is nice. I'm, I'm a buy all over the place on this one. Big buy. Wells? It's, it's nice to have like an adjunct-heavy stout with some restraint. Uh, yeah. Even, you know, that, what, 12% ABV that this thing's showing is... Still, thankfully, pretty restrained. Yeah. Um, this doesn't drink like a 12% stout. Well, it, you drink enough of it, it sure starts. <laughs> yeah, all right. Drinking the, like, you solo one of these pint cans, you get about halfway through, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a 12% stout, because my words are slowing down. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm laying on the floor now. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But it's... Why am I in Ryan's bathroom? This is what happens when I quit drinking during the week. I mean, this is fine. This is, this is a really solid beer. I enjoyed it. Um... Um, resident culture doesn't put out enough I think imperial stouts like this uh, I don't understand that they take time yeah and whatever but but this was this is a solid this is solid Josh so I have a question mm-hmm. why are we always saying resident culture doesn't put out enough of X could be a pilsner could be a stout like and like you said I get stouts they take a while right yeah they do some of these other styles so fucking well. And then you get a lot of these New England things and they're okay. Well, here's the here's the problem. Like a week ago, I went in, they have five beers on tap and four of them were hazy IPAs. Yeah. And that's why. Because they ran out of their light lager. They didn't have a sour. They didn't have... And it's just like when they choose to... Well, not <laughs> choose. When their inventory runs low for whatever reason, what's left is a shitload of hazy IPA, and that's it. So, so they get typecast as being an IPA brewery. So the okay. irony is you make hazy IPAs because that's the popular thing that everybody wants to drink, but then people go there and, and they, they drink everything, everything else, else around it, yeah. or they're just making that much more quantity that it, that's all, that's, like to your they, point. They maybe. could be making more hazy IPA. I mean, like a good lager takes... Time, time to age you could crank out two batches of hazy at the same time that yeah. a lager takes yeah. uh i mean i understand why they do it but yeah. i mean it's but it's also an inventory management situation you've got you just need to have one tank that's like your lager tank yeah. and if it takes you you know six weeks to turn a lager and you're turning them in five well maybe you need to get another lager tank i you hear wirebacher's got some space oh my god <laughs> low blow, low blow, Kessel. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's what, how I look at it. Yes, this is a, a, a delicious beer, and it's fantastic. It just makes me wonder, like, maybe we need to get some more space for these guys so they can do some of this other stuff that I like more than a lot of their other beers that they have currently. Yeah. I mean, I think they're doing a pretty good job of, for the most part, selling through 
at least the can stock. Right. Right. <clears throat> I think you've got to be careful about what you can to make sure that it's going to sell because you don't want to be sitting on a bunch of hoppy cans with an expiration date, basically. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to be careful about that. Yeah. 100%. But it's a good beer. Yeah. Uh, final beer up. Uh, final beer up is the uh, next in the Old Hickory Event Horizon Spectrum Series. This is number 10. This uh, Imperial Stout brewed with honey was aged in gin barrels. Now, I've heard, I, I've, I've heard stories about how good this is. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely adore this beer. Um, I'd love to know what kind of gin. Cardinal. Cardinal gin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that. Uh, I'm, it's I'm, a North Carolina distillery. Um, they do uh, a regular botanical gin. And then they do uh, a gin aged in new oak barrels. And that's what these are. Uh, I've had both the regular and the barrel rested gin in cocktails and on its own. Uh, so I have to say I was a little excited to hear. Yeah. No, this is excellent. I, I uh, like my palate is going crazy right now and I'm getting like all these weird flavors. What are you? Uh, he's a mind now. All these weird flavors, like it's, there's almost like this kind of like citrusy thing to it, and the botanicals are kicking in. I just, I really appreciate this. I'm really glad that we got to try this. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big fan of this one. Don't and, trip over yourself yeah, trying to get there. He's about to die. Um, please, please pass on to the brewery that um, this, this is, this is great. Um, it's real damn good. This may be my. This may honestly be my favorite Event Horizon yet. Uh, spoiler alert! It is mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Or it's my favorite from uh, this year's batch, at least um, of spectrums. You just it, don't see a lot of it stouts. Was, it aged in gin barrels, right? No. You don't see. I don't think we see enough stuff aged in gin barrels, and I don't know why. There was um, right before they got bought. Because well, not a lot of gin makers are even barrel aging their gins. Okay. That's why there's All right. a. Shortage of barrels. All right, then that's fair. Um, before they got bought, Wicked Weed had a lemon blackberry sour aged in gin barrels. That was astonishing. Was that good. the French 75? No. Oh, because they did the French 75. They did the Imperial Coolcumber aged in gin barrels, which was, it had knocked my socks off. <coughs> I loved that beer. Um, so when Old Hickory's getting Cardinal gin barrels, I started to get a little excited. I started to get super worried because... You know, what if people, what if this just doesn't turn out? And lo and behold, it, it was my favorite of the bunch. So I'm all for this, and I can't wait to see Josh shit on it. Josh, what do you think? I'm not going to shit on it. It's just not for me. I mean, I don't like gin. I typically don't like Event Horizon. Some treatments of it work for me, and yep. they click. Some don't. This just does not click for me in any way, shape, or form. I mean, yeah, it's got some good juniper, some lemon, some. I mean, there's a cacophony of flavors here, right? That, and and to me, when Jeff said, "Why aren't more beers aged in gin?" Because <laughs> gin sucks and it should not exist, and that's why it didn't fucking happen. I'm wondering why Josh doesn't like this beer, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, gin sucks." Yeah, gin's terrible. I can't stand it. Like, I just really cannot stand it. And then. You know, like I said, there there are certain base or, or, or treatments of Event Horizon that click for me. This was yeah. as soon as I saw this in the lineup, I went, I know I'm 
already going to hate this beer. You know, you are on record as hating a lot of things that normal people like. So I know. It's fine. It doesn't at all surprise me that you are having a problem with this. Like, legit, how many people like Jen? Like, seriously. I would love to know. I know you two. I, I, like I don't. It. I don't love gin. I don't have gin at home. But you give me a good botanical gin, and I I can I can appreciate it. I can enjoy it. I don't know. Like I don't drink a lot of hard alcohol, so I don't need right. a ton of it. Right. But I like what this does with this beer. And it does something different and something interesting. That's and not totally a, cool. It brings things to the table without taking anything off. And right. to me, that's that is the the measure of a good barrel aged beer. It is bringing things in and not. Like making things yeah. worse. Yeah, and I would agree with you 100%. I, I, just, I honestly have not had anything like this before. Agreed. For for better or worse in right. your case, but I've never had anything like this. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I've been on record thousands of times saying that typically this space beer and I do not get along in any way, shape, or form. Sure, but I mean, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of like last year with the, um, what was it you guys had, the red shift? Red? Yeah, with the wasabi powder. Yeah. Ginger. I mean, like that was Oof. that was also super unique, and I absolutely adored that beer as well because it, to that the same way with this, like I've never had anything like that, and it was good. I, I enjoyed what that beer was, right? But I also like you know like you know to your point, Josh, gin isn't for everybody. Yeah, it can be real polarizing. And I think botanical gin is. I think it takes a step further of being even more polarizing. To be honest, what? Yeah. I feel like botanical gin is a lot more accessible than regular juniper berry. You know, you're eating a pine tree gin. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, you're just wrong. That's all there is to it. That's fine. It's fine. We knew this was going to happen. You were going to be wrong? Yeah. yeah. We, we, we're, we're quite used to it by now. Uh, shut up. It's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, I tap that is where we pick the beer that we had that we liked the most. Our favorite in the entire show. And man, I mean... There's a lot of good beer in the show, but um, I, I have I have a can of the Tired and Toothless sitting at home, and it's been waiting for the right opportunity to come out. It's drinking great right now, so it'll probably come out here pretty soon. Uh, <clears throat> that Spectrum really blew me away, but um, I mean, I've been on record saying how many times that I, I walk into Resident Culture, give me your West Coast. You mean Divine Barrel? Yes. Thank you. I was looking at the resident culture. I walk into Divine Barrel and I say, give me your West Coast IPA and also a Crowler. And oh, by the way, what's it called? Okay, great. Um, that being said, this is one of the better, I mean, you know, they're all great, right? But this is probably one of my more favorites of the West Coast that they put out. So yeah, it is the $40 bill for me. Wells, what you tapping? Hey, look, uh, call me a homer all you want to, but that Spectrum 10 Gen Barrel really did Yeah, just... I it, would double tap. It illuminated me. So uh, I'm all for it. Josh, do something else. Homer. Hey, Homer. Homer. I acknowledge nah, that, fine. but I you're also fine. think that it's, I mean, it's legitimate. No, no, no. I, I totally get it. I, I've had more of this beer tonight than anything else. Which is always a sign. The one that everybody keeps going after. Yep. Except Josh. Yeah. It's just not for me. It's okay. <laughs> What's your tapping, Josh? I mean, I've got to go with the Divine Barrel. That's that's fun. Forty dollar bill, fantastic, so good. West Coast IPA, yeah. like like Jeff said. Uh, you know, I don't get there as much as I think Jeff even beats me there. Sadly, which I'm way which closer is, yeah. to them than you are. And, but and don't even get me started on what I do to the both of y'all. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, no, no, we're aware. Yeah, Jeff and I are like hermits at this point. I think we kind of 
we kind of plan getting out like weeks in advance sometimes. Friday night, my, my you know, we were, uh, daughter was working and <clears throat> my wife looks at me and she's like, hey, why don't you take the boy and go, you know, get some dinner and bring it home? And I'm like, uh, or we can just have something delivered. She's like, you haven't been out of the house since Monday. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. I will go now. I will go now. Uh, but yeah, just anytime I'm in there too, it's that's always the thing I look at their board and I see what West Coast do they have because yeah. I've got to try it. There's, there's, you know, and I kind of look at it this way. It's like I and I've done this before. I've gone there and tried the one or two things that look really interesting and then got a crawler to go of the West Coast because I know I'm going to love it. Yep. I don't need to try it while I'm there. Yeah, you know, it's it's like you you know you go to the teeter and you, you get the. The cold cuts and like, do you want to try it? I'm like, no, ma'am, I've had this enough. Yeah, I know no, exactly. I, I, I'm good. I know what ham tastes like. Yeah, I know what I am here. Okay, <laughs> you know, I know what I'm about. That's right. Give me that turkey. I mean that turkey. All right, Jeff, we're, we are at the end of the show. We where are at the are end of the show. At? This is where Josh says, "Hey, where can you find us?" And I would tell you to go to the interwebs. Go to your uh, Google. Uh, you can uh, use Bing to or DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Use Bing to get to Google to get to DuckDuckGo. That's not the same as a VPN, folks. Just saying. Um, Whatever. I'm behind seven proxies. Sure you are. <clears throat> Craftbeercast.com is the name of our website. You can go and find things about us. Links to our old shows. You can uh, search a little search box for beer names. And if we've had it, it'll pull them up. Um, it's good times. Nice. Other than that, yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't uh, said anything about our uh, email in a while. If you want to. Send us hate mail at craftbeercast.com. That will work, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, contact at craftbeercast.com as well uh, works. Um, fair to tell me if you are interested in glasses at contact at craftbeercast.com. Yeah, or at CBcast on the Twitters. Um, uh, fair warning if uh, you use that information to you know spam us with press releases, we're not really that kind of Show. group. That, or that kind of show that just says, oh, hey, and guess what? Somebody else has got a new beer coming out. Like Things know. might not end well for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're not really that group. Um, you know, I'll take free invites for festivals and restaurant openings, but wow. probably not going to pimp your beer, just being honest. I mean, look, now, not actually, I think that the, the proper way to say it is we're not going to blindly pimp your beer. Yep. Now, we have had breweries send us beer we have disclosed that within the show we've had the beer on the show and we have rated it as we felt yep 100 um, that's always that's always welcome yeah. we'll always do that yeah for sure if you want to you want us to talk about your beer on the show send it to us and if you want to know where to send it contact at craftbeercast.com we'll, we'll get you set up if you're looking for honest feedback hit us up if we're looking for a shill elsewhere yeah that's right uh, well, you don't you don't do the Twitters anymore. I, I don't. Well, you can find us at CBcast. Wells, how about you? Uh, you can find me at all the Wells on the Instagrams and sometimes the Twitters. Uh, that's about it. Josh, uh, follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And beyond that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Next Thursday. Next Thursday.